Music Matters. That's the stuff you got to watch. That's the stuff you got to watch. No matter how old we are, we are all being watched. The example that we set, whether good or bad, is being observed. Professor Art Markman joins us to challenge us about the sort of role model we are and about how our pro-social behaviour triggers the same behaviour within others. There's a fascinating set of, of findings in psychology that surround something that's called goal contagion, which is the basic idea that uh, because we're social creatures and we are really wired to want to do the kinds of things that the people around us are doing, that observing somebody doing something or, uh, or actually reading about somebody doing something actually increases the activation of that same goal in yourself. Yeah. They're much more likely to engage in helpful behavior when, uh, when they've just witnessed somebody being helpful than when they watch somebody doing something else. You know, one of the stories that I tell all the time, actually, in relating to this, is, uh, is a few years ago, having given a, a talk at a, a hotel, and uh, I had to walk back to my car. So I had a lot of materials. I had some books I was carrying with me and some, and some papers and some other things. And I had them all balanced precariously on top of each other because, of course, I was too lazy to make several trips back and forth to my car when, of course, the inevitable happened and, and, and everything fell. Uh, the, you know, my balance shifted and, and suddenly there were papers and books flying everywhere. And a guy walked over in a business suit and started helping me to pick things up. And suddenly there were six people standing there, all helping me to gather all of my papers up. And I really uh, believe that that was a, a brilliant example of, of this kind of pro-social behavior being instigated by one single person who came over to do a nice thing, and, and suddenly everyone else simply joined in to, to, to do exactly the same thing. There's actually a growing number of studies also on pro-social video games. So there are, you know, uh, video games get a lot of bad press because, of course, there's a lot of games out there that involve violence and shooting and things like that. But there's also games out there that have more pro-social messages where you, for example, there's, a, there's one game where you uh, play the role of an emergency uh, technician, an EMT, uh, going around and saving people. And when people play those games, they also exit uh, playing those games in a much more helpful frame of mind than if they play a kind of neutral game like Tetris, where you're just dropping a bunch of, of objects into a, an array. And what about the research that was done with 18-month-old infants? We are really uh, wired for all kinds of imitation from a very early age, which makes a tremendous amount of sense. I mean, if you think about human beings, one of the things that separates us from all of the other animals on the planet is that uh, we are really amazing at adapting to whatever the information situation is that we grow up in. So our hunter-gatherer ancestors were able to deal with that situation, and yet we're perfectly comfortable growing up in a world with computers and the Internet. And, and how we do that is that we are wired to really understand what the people that we are engaging with uh, are doing from the very earliest ages. And so even, uh, even as young as 18 months, you see children who are in the presence of, and, and they can be in the presence of, of other adults, they can be in the presence of other children engaging in a particular activity, and they will immediately begin to engage in that same activity and to try to learn 
about what it is that they're supposed to be doing in that situation from the people around them. And and this is what enables kids to, to learn so quickly about how to deal with the complex world that we're in. Even even younger kids are, are imitating uh, early on. And so by 18 months, kids are fairly sophisticated in what they can do and, and will begin to exhibit helpful behaviors uh, from that age. And you can, you can try this at home if you've got an 18-month-old around. If you drop something on the floor, they will toddle on over and pick it up and, and hold it up in the air for you. There is a, a, a tremendous desire for this kind of, of positive social connection early on. So that has quite profound meaning for us as adults when we display conduct around our children, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that's, that, that's important for us to recognize from all of these kinds of studies is that we... Uh, we are role models from a very early age for everyone, really. We, we are taking tremendous numbers of cues from the world around us as to, uh, as to how we're supposed to act. You know, at, at the age of, of nine months, 18 months, 24 months, but even as adults, adults are, are really watching to see what other adults around them are doing. If you think about what happens in the workplace, for example, you know, if you pick up the newspaper and you see the latest ethical lapse by a corporation, you, know, you can begin to ask, well, how is it that a company could put itself in a situation in which, uh, in which it has employees that are doing uh, things that are, are so negative? And what you realize is that this sort, sort of thing happens very slowly because one person is watching another and, and getting a feel for uh, how strictly you're supposed to follow the rules. And if you, if you begin to see people cutting corners, if you begin to see people doing things that are a little bit ethically shady, um, even without a conscious uh, decision on your part, you begin to adopt the same role, that the outcome is more important than the, than the means of achieving it. And, uh, and, and ultimately, you end up with a, a culture within an organization that, uh, that is toxic. I mean, it sounds so simple, yet it's not really, is it? It's so profound and so impactful. It it does seem simple. I mean, one of the one of the problems is, of course, that that we are all subject to those same unconscious influences, and so uh, in order to uh, be a good example of the change that you'd like to see in in your environment, you have to really willfully uh, think about the kinds of behaviors that you want to be uh, exemplifying, and so that's not as simple as it sounds. And and the other is that that um, you know so much of what we do on a daily basis we do by habit, and so it's worth at least once a year, and it's a chance to look back over uh, the previous year to really look back and ask you know am I am I happy with the example that I provide for the people around me? We we don't necessarily realize the influence that we're having on the people around us because they aren't necessarily able to articulate, oh, I'm now uh, living my life in a slightly different way because of your behavior. They're doing that unconsciously. So would the awareness of this help to break the cycle of destructive behavior that's happened down through the um, generations? Well, changing behavior in, in any way requires some degree of mindfulness. That is, we tend to perpetuate behaviors that we learned from an early age. I mean, if you begin to put all this together, you realize from the age of, of nine months, 18 months old, you are learning how to act from the people around you. 
and you are laying down habits, most of which you are going to perform somewhat mindlessly for the rest of your life. Then the question becomes, if you want to change those patterns of behavior, what do you have to do? And one of the very first things you have to do is to begin to become mindful of all of these elements of your life that have been mindless uh, up to this point. That's the stuff you got to watch. Professor Art Markman from the University of Texas. Changing bad and destructive behaviour is very hard, but there's a great passage in the Bible in Philippians 4 to encourage us. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Light and life. The Salvo's weekly radio show.